You are now entering the Who's House podcast. Right before the solos, and like he was the last person on the last verse, like it's your moment, like you get a moment in the album to shine. Because <laughs> I remember when you gave me that list, you was like, he he first on this many songs, he second. Nigga, I look at all them notes when I was doing this shit. That's why I was grabbing the song, like, damn, Cud can't be on first on every song. He got to exactly. be last to get him to his first verse on his solo record. And everybody's solo song, they was the last verse of the song before the accept. This make me excited, man, because I know what all the other songs sound like. And if this, if this, how this going down, the rest we of the kill them with two and three. We're going to kill them with two and three. Mike check one, two, one, two. In the place to be It's your mother's favorite MC. La da 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 da. Yeah. You got a whole bunch of niggas up here, man. I keep a bunch of niggas in here, nigga. We back on death row, nigga. What you thought? Eastside niggas no up shit. in here, nigga. Yo. You better know it. You want to put your shit on record. So if you got TiVo or whatever they call that shit now, TiVo may be old. There may be some new shit where you need to record it. Is TiVo still around? <laughs> I think so. I when thought you, they got rid of TiVo. Will you play that shit back? <laughs> TiVo gone, cuz. <laughs> he out of here? So what's the name of the thing now? <laughs> That's the cable network, cuz. We talking about the recording. You find out niggas still got HBO in here, man. We find out, man. <laughs> oh my God, man! Yeah, Alexa, you get you <laughs> record that. Battle Cat, man. Oh, that's the homie right there, man. This guy still got that shit, man. The smoothest hey. motherfucker out here, yo. When the cat get with the dog, I mean, <laughs> it's it's funky, baby. And it's, it's something about me and his chemistry that, you know, when we get together, we always we know when and how to pull that groove to make people move, you know what I'm saying? Like, when we make that music, you usually dance to the shit me and him make. You know, yo, the, 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 the shit that's crazy, I can't imagine how many friends called you to try to get in the Super Bowl, man. Like, it's... it's nigga it's, talking about they spending the night the night before. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, cuz, we ain't kids no more, nigga. Hey, cuz, I'm spending the night on Saturday, so I... <laughs> no, you not. I got a wife, cuz. You can't spend the night no more, nigga. I ain't no teenager. Fuck you gonna just come over and spend a night, nigga, like like it's the apartment. Nigga, no. I'm not gonna snitch, but there are football players that are even asking you, NFL players to There's get. There's some it. niggas in the NFL that ask me for tickets, and I'm not even in the NFL. <laughs> that's like me ask that's like a nigga <laughs> me asking niggas to the BT hip hop award. <laughs> like you can't get in, cuz. <laughs> Ain't you hip hop, nigga? Nah, I can't get in. I don't really know nobody <laughs> over there right now, cause so. Like you've done history like a billion times, but this is like on some Time Magazine type shit. Oh, kid, I'm the Black Forest Gump. Mm. I'm just strolling through time, cause <laughs> when I'm when I'm done, I look back at it and, and be able to like <laughs> look at it and see what it is. I'm just trying to keep moving like this way. That is like a moment in hip hop that people need to respect, man. People fight to get there. All the freaking classic dudes, rock him. Wu Tang, I mean, I mean, you still like the OG, but if it wasn't for all these motherfuckers back then pumping hip hop, you never, you, I would never think that like hip hop would even ever be on that freaking stage, man. Unless you're like super popped out, you know. What did Biggie say? <laughs> it was all a dream. I used to read hip hop magazines, Salt and Pepper. And who would ever think that hip hop would take it this far? Oh my God, man! How far we took it. It's a group effort because the ones that came before me, they all know how much I love them. So it ain't even mm. no secret. It ain't no 
no myth. All of them, all my OGs, I give them all their respect. I either see them and give them love, try to find ways to do things with them, done songs with them, redid their songs, mm-hmm. all of that kind of shit. Oh, man. You got me remembering, like, DMX and all the classic dudes out there, man. Oh, man, we're, like, disappearing and shit, man. You better cherish life while you're in it, man. Like, cherish but, that but shit. But everybody got an expiration date. It's all about mm-hmm. what you do while you're here. Nobody knows. Nobody can got a calendar to say when they're going to leave. You just got to do what you do while you're here. Mm. And that's that's the mission. And those, like you said, DMX, remember when he was here, right? Mm. What did he do the most? He prayed for others. Exactly. That's what his, his whole mission was, to pray for others. So you don't have to worry about his spirit or his soul because he did his work while he was here. And, of course, uh, rumor is Snoop is wearing Kanye West's boots. Uh, I already got you a pair. I, yeah, I can't, I ain't no way in the world I can quit walking them motherfucking big-ass space boots. <laughs> Only way I wear them motherfuckers if they got me jumping off the Empire State <laughs> Building <laughs> to a motherfucking lake full of gators or some shit, and I got to walk on the gators like Pitfall to get out of there. <laughs> Remember that game Pitfall when nigga had to walk on the gators and and, and, and get to the other side? That's what it'd be like with the big-ass space boots. Like, nigga, drop me now. I'm ready. You sure? Over the gators. I know nothing really annoys you, but those boots really annoy me. What do you think about when you see them boots, man? They kind of annoy you, That nigga getting money, man. I can't hate that nigga. He getting money, man. That nigga getting money. I can't hate on him, but I tell you what. I never wear the motherfuckers. I'm glad it never snows in California. <laughs> That'd be just the reason why I gotta get them. Nigga be like, huh, you know it's snowing six feet of snow out there, dog. You gotta put them boots on. Like, nah, cuz, them the only things that's gonna cut through. Nigga like, come on, cuz, not the not the Kanye's, cuz, yeah, cuz. Let me help you into the motherfuckers. Nigga gotta sit down and get help putting them on and taking them off. I don't want no shoes on where two niggas gotta help me put them on. That don't feel right, cuz. You know, the fact that he wore it to, like, a kid like a kid party, like, I don't understand this guy. He man. was letting his uh, baby mama know he wasn't there to start no shit, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> See, I came in here with these boots on. I'm not here to start no shit. <laughs> don't play no games. <laughs> Jokes Up Ice Cream Dispensary is the number one cannabis dispensary in Studio City and Los Angeles. Offering the highest quality and the best prices on ice cream cannabis. Yo, man, welcome to Whose House, and this is my house, and of course, uh, it's their house today, and uh, congratulations on Subwoofer, 50 million streams, man. Yeah. And you can see how uh, the the legendary status is still intact. You're in everybody's DNA. It's like a big, it's like the biggest cheat code, man. You know what Without I'm saying? Without a doubt. You know, it's so fun. Like, um, being able to rely on these guys and they... 30-year knowledge of hip-hop. You know, you got six, 60, 70 years of hip-hop sitting right, right right, there. And then you got another 30 with me and then another 30 with Snoop. So we talking 120 years of knowledge. Of, of, of knowledge. Experience. And, and so, Hello? you know, we can, we can play loose. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. you know nothing is going to be missed. Mm. Uh, somebody gonna catch it. Somebody gonna fix it. Somebody gonna make it right, and um, and that's fun, you know, to be to be in a group where you can um, relax a little bit. You don't have to be the the forward front thinker of every idea that mm. that uh, is laid. And uh, 
We're having the most fun in hip hop right now. I don't know if anybody's having more fun than us. Hella fun. I mean, you guys, when you guys come by and, and y'all do shows, man, it feels good that the fans like sell out shows. I mean, I overheard like during the week you had L. Cool J interviewing. Let's add another thirty years on that. But he's <laughs> interviewing y'all. How does that like feel? Like fifty years. Like, like when when we heard we was doing, you know, Rock the Bells, you know. Um, I didn't know LL was gonna be interviewing us. You know, that just takes it to another level. Mm. Come on. Um, he's an icon. We're we're fans of his. He's an OG to us. Uh, we love him. Um been watching him, learned a lot from him. You know, he was to me LL's like like LeBron was when he came in the league. Yeah. Wow. That's how we saw LL. You know, a 16-year-old kid who was a superstar from day one. Out the and gate. so uh, to have him interview us lets you know the magnitude of Mount Westmore. Was the East Coast influencing, like, the Bay, or the Bay was always, like, I feel like the Bay is legendary in their man. own box. Well, you know, early yeah. New York rap influenced everything. Like, right? the like 80s, it, though. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The jump-off, man. I mean, come on, man. We was crazy about Run DMC, crazy about LL, crazy about Grandmaster Flash, Melly Mel. We, that was... That was, that was Mm. Start, bro. That was the spark. That was we we wouldn't we wouldn't have never got they out. They showed us how to be pros. Well, I, I wish like you know there was no social media back then to see how you guys interacted yeah. with a lot of East Coast artists. We had to look at photos. Like I was like, yeah. yo, this guy Ice Cube was a premiere, and I see like Easy E with this guy. Like I'm like, you see all these like West Coast artists come to New York and link up and go back, but there was no social media to, to mediate that. And I went on tour with EPMD. Like I I didn't have no I shows. Even knew that. They was just in L. A. He was like, you want to roll with us? I was like, hell yeah. Jumped on their bus and, you know, did all the California with them and just hung. When I when I came to do um, my album, America's Most Wanted, mm-hmm. Public Enemy out there in, in Strong Island, uh, 17 Franklin, um, you know, he would come scoop me. I would hang with Redman, K-Solo. You know, it was just love. Buster Rhymes was a young, you know, as yeah, as uh, Earl say, a young mustache back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you smell me? You smell me? Yeah. <laughs> Eric Sermon was my neighbor in Atlanta for years. That's my neighbor. Five minute drive away to each other's house. Mm. Keith Murray's like one of my best friends in all of hip hop. You know, like it ain't, it ain't that much of a separation when it come down to the history of it was was mean? was Deb Jam a, like a connector, like a liaison to y'all too? I carried I carried Russell Simmons, Leor Cohen's business cards in my wallet for years because them niggas didn't sign me. <laughs> they wanted to sign me before I did my distribution wow. deal with Jive. Yeah, Russ was on me. It, Russ say, it was man, don't sign with them. Sign with me. <laughs> he was uh, serious. Yeah, man. he was serious. Yeah, what? I got I got a story. Like I was I went solo. Mm. Um, I didn't know who was gonna produce my record. I thought I could get Dre to do it, mm. Jerry Heller, and uh, he vetoed that shit. Of course. So I didn't know what I was gonna do, and uh, I knew Russell and I knew Leor, and I and I wanted to do third base. Like I, I wanted I wanted Sam Sever. Oh wow. Like third base had dope beats. So yeah. I was like, Leor hooked me up with Sam Sever. I'm gonna come out there. He said, Come on, man. I, I have him come through, and and uh. Sam Seven stood us up and shit. Like, I'm sitting there. <laughs> oh, shit. Or like, what the fuck? Ah, I flew all the way out here and this nigga didn't show up. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm, I talked to him for a couple hours and then I left. Oh. And walking through the hall, I saw Chuck D. Nah. Chuck D, like, I'm walking down the hall of Def Jam, going to the elevator. Chuck D bends the corner. 
what you doing out here, man? I don't, you know, I'm trying to get my record produced. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, me and Big Daddy Kane, we doing a record at Green Street called Burn Hollywood Burn. You want to be on it? Damn. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. And going down to Green Street, I was able to meet Hank Shockley, Keith Shockley, mm. and they agreed to do my whole America's Most Wanted album. Jesus, man. So you should be thanking the motherfucker that stood you up. Hell yeah, I want to work with Sam Seven after that shit. Thanks, Sam. Thank, Thank you, you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. From a hip hop fan, and I fan. still never met the nigga from this day. Nah, like, all this we time, we still never ran into each other. Get the hell I mean, out yeah, of here, yes. I thank you on behalf of hip hop, Sam. Thank you. <laughs> Y'all got it, cuz. He been getting. He been, he been getting. He been acting, but he really getting his acting on right mm. now. Like he has a passion for it right now. Like he ain't playing. Is this business model influenced all of y'all in like finding other th- shit to do? Like, you know, especially you're in movies. I mean, Snoop does like everything. I mean, obviously you and Snoop came in the same time, but I feel like, you know, business We all teach each other stuff. Oh, okay. For sure. You know what I mean? You know, you already know I'm the I mean, most I saw you on the Food hustler. Network or some shit. Does. Yeah, like, you already know what I do. You <laughs> know the goon with the spoon. Yeah, Come B, E, 40. Like, Come on, it's, it's crazy real. how, you know, the DNA of the hip-hop, like how you could just, like, choose what you want to do and you could survive, like, forever. Come on, yeah. man. Uh, it, you it, know, uh, uh, diversifying our portfolios is where we at right now. You understand me? And... But rapping is our passion. You understand that? I said that the other day. Like, I don't want no young, new rapper talking about, like, because y'all are not on any list of like to to choose like or or give y'all an opinion like people grew up with you guys like fashion wise how to live some people would change their mind on what to do in life we're hella you, decades in this yeah. and still here god willing we don't we need here. any proof of relevancy from you guys like i don't want to hear like you know like ain't no luck Nas is not relevant i don't want to hear none of that shit man ain't no man. luck Nas is very relevant yeah, exactly. ain't no luck in this shit man this shit is hard work Blood, sweat, and tears. You understand me? And true talent. Mm-hmm. You understand me? And being we consistent. We do know that. We do know that some of the young homies are going to become icons and mm-hmm. legendary. They Eventually, are. And yeah. We don't know which ones, but you know, I'm rooting for the young hip hop. I have no doubt about it. I was never expected to be mm-hmm. what I am. I just became this shit. You know what I mean? And I think that uh, we don't. You can't look at what's happening this year to know what's going. What we gonna care about in the future? You can't. Mm. You can't look at who's the hottest on the charts this year to know who's gonna be a factor in the future. So to put yourself in a in a in a statement of critiquing a Nas or a Jay Z or Ice Cube or E Forty or a Fat Joe or Busta Rhymes, you gotta fucking. you you gotta walk the path first, bro. Give me twenty years in the game. Give me ten. Give me 10 of you not fading away and you staying relevant, the yeah. word. You give me 10 and I, I'm fucking with you. You know, you know the, the word relevant, like, if you can, if you know who I am mm. just by my voice. You know, relevant. And you don't you have go. to know my name. I don't Automatic. have to say my name. You relevant. There you you go. know, if, if you see a picture of me and you stop and read the headline <laughs> just because it's a picture of me, that means I'm relevant. So... Relevant means that I get your attention. Mm. It doesn't mean that I got a bigger song on the radio than this one or that one. It means I know who this man is, I know who this female is, and I want to see what they doing. Whether I get with it or not, I'm interested, and that's relevant to me. What if you gross like millions of dollars off hip-hop year in and year out? Is that relevant? Hell yeah. Because that's, yeah. what, that's what's happening right here. I mean, relevancy to me is like when I go to like, Kazakhstan, or I go to Asia, Japan, China, and I see like y'all albums in other fucking languages and decoded. And they got like your fucking 
full fucking like if you go to Japan, they got your full fucking rap sheet in the back of the album. Like they know Real everything talk. you've done since you were like ten years old. So Man, we've like, been getting queered. You understand me? Since you understand me, Yogi Bear was a teddy bear. You understand me? <laughs> <laughs> Who gets quit that long, bro? Come on, man. Yo, this shit is you know insane. what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm gonna add that 21 Savage is a cool guy. I love his music, and I don't think he meant to say it like that. Obviously, but they did a song together. Yeah, that's so what I'm saying. In a nutshell, they summed it up. I, I like that. I'm, I like 21 Savage. I, 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 I'm gonna really make. Do. Yeah, let's make it clear. Like, but there yeah. are young kids that they look at like current standings. But and even though he didn't mean that in yeah. that context. Yeah. The, the the little clickbait oh yeah of course was taken and ran with mm-hmm. and now we have to deal with that statement you know what I'm saying we don't got to deal with man savage you wrong but the the statement went out there mm. and the, the the conversation it's a good conversation man I I think that's a really good conversation I it's not as relevant that's a good conversation let's have it because hip hop is gonna keep having this conversation. And 20 years from now, all my young homies that are practicing ageism, all you old niggas that's practicing ageism, the conversation is going to keep coming up. And we're going to have it. Like, what is relevant? What is One thing. not? Who ain't got bars? Who do? Like, we get, that's, it's hip-hop, nigga. We family. Exactly. And, st- and, stop, and stop saying, you're washed up. Stop. If mm. you streaming more than your these youngsters, if you if you have a more chalupa, more skrilla, more scratch, more mm. quid, more yaper, Wow. You understand me? Celebrate. How the hell are you gonna tell a motherfucker to stop rapping? You know, I tell them like this: if y'all keep bringing it, I'm, if y'all keep streaming, uh, streaming it, I'm gonna keep bringing it. Yeah, celebrate, if, don't hate. You know what I'm saying? If y'all keep yeah. buying it, I'm gonna keep supplying it. You understand me? And that goes for food and beverage too. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> when you got a fan base, you you know you you got family. You got mm. you got a career. When you got a fan base, you got a long career, and your fan base is should be the most important thing to you as an artist have been in the game for a long time because, you know, they're the ones who are going to be down from day one to day two to the last day if you keep giving them what they expect and love from you. So we got big fan bases, so we're going to be here for a long time. But isn't it unfair that a lot of people didn't have, like these new artists didn't have a chance to like interact with Pac, interact with Dre? Like, I mean, you guys gave birth to like, even the mentality of when they go in the studio. Like, if, if, if they're aggressive, they got the ice cube shit. Every time I used to do mixtapes, I'd be like, yo, 50, man, you ice cube or something, man? Or oh, you dissing everybody, man? Like, <laughs> yo, because you were the king of that shit. Like, you, yeah. you said names, you fucking went in. There was no he subliminals. Did. Like, I used to be like, God damn. Like, Queens and Queens, like, yeah. NWA was the shit. Like, if it was Public Enemy, NWA, like, nonstop. Because, yo, ice cube, did you always think that? Like, you were so aggressive that, you guarantee you could have beef in the future because of the um, lyrics. I didn't really think about that part, but my mm. favorite MCs are aggressive. You know, uh, you know, the Rock Him style is cool, but my favorite MCs was was Run, was uh, wow. LL, um, Chuck, Chuck, Chuck D, um, Aggression. You know, you got the mic. Uh, get them. KRS One was KRS One with that shit. KRS One with the styles. Man. You know, he had many, 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 many. Styles, you know what I mean? It's like he showed me that you don't have to rap the same. You can, you got to pull out your arsenal of styles uh, and flows, and you have to be different. I learned that from KRS One, but the aggression, Melly Mel, uh, people Mm. who could could get your attention, Ice T. I feel like Melly Mel was the first street rapper ever. Melly Mel is ever lyrical. You know, know he's he's a genius. 
because he was able to to make it real. You know, it wasn't about the party. It was about what we had to deal with leaving the party, what we had to deal with before we get to the party. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It was the it was showing that rap could um, visually take you to a place that you're probably scared to go without without the music. You know, you mm. won't go there. The music can take you there, but you would never go there yourself. And so um, when you got the mic, you got to use it. You only got a little time on this earth. These records are going to oh, be wow. here when we dead, and you got to make, make them count. We wanted we wanted to be to the point where kids' parents are playing our songs 20, 30 years later, and they think it's new because that's what our oh, parents wow. did. They played songs, you know, that we did it wasn't even rap. It was it was our it was soul music, you know. Mm. Temptations. Temptations, you know, the OJs, you understand me, the whispers, you understand me, can function. Like, you know, many moons ago. And we would think it's new. That's all because that's all they played. We did we thought it was brand new songs. You feel me? Yeah. Wow. But it's timeless music, man. Mm. You understand Sound me? Good forever. Come on. Parliament, Funkadelic, George Clinton. Wow. Zap. James Brown, um, Bootsy, um, Rick James, you know, they showed they showed us too that you don't have to stay in the box. Yeah. You don't have to be doo woppy all the time. You can you can uh you can have complicated funk. Yeah, I mean motherfuckers was dressing crazy back then, man. You know, they they used to have like sparkly shit on yeah, you know? yeah. I, I told him, yo, where that sparkles? That, that was how that was show business, yeah. you know. If you look at all the artists, you know, the Silvers, the Earth, Wind and Fires, mm-hmm. the Jackson, you know, Five. Jackson Five, you know, you had to, you had to, you had to have a costume, even, even, uh, you know, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious mm. Five. Oh yeah, they had like you some know, L uh, shit on, but I think I saw something with, <laughs> African I think I saw Sonic Force. I think I saw yeah, something with Melly Mel when he was talking about, you know, when Run DMC <laughs> came out, just straight, you know. Lee's Adidas Adidas Go back and look at what I fucked up the game You know (laughs) God damn I was getting shit Tailor made To hit the stage Now (laughs) y'all Coming out in fucking t-shirts It was mad at Run DMC Run DMC was one of the greatest Even Ice-T when he first came out Remember Ice-T and Breaking Yeah Yeah. He had a fucking The belt with the bullets And the shit You had the ill suits though You had like the ill suits Who was making your suits back then Who was telling you He had leather suits He would wear a leather suit If it's 100 degrees In the summer And that's game the right. University out there in the Bay Area. That's how yeah. they used to. Now you gotta it. be, you gotta be honest, man. I went one day. I went and bought these two leather suits. I bought, <laughs> I wore them two motherfuckers for every photo shoot in my early boy, days. You, you can't. You can, the only reason why you can't find a picture, early picture of me without the leather suits, because mm. all I had, nigga, I just had them two. Had the white <laughs> one and the gray one. They worked. Goddamn right. And I was inspired by Run DMC. Thank you. Yeah. That's fire, man. Thank you. Jokes Up Ice Cream Dispensary is the number one cannabis dispensary in Studio City and Los Angeles. Speaking of Jamaicans, you always had like Jamaican hooks and stuff like that. Who were these artists back then? Like I would chase to do these oh, like... Don Jaguar. Yeah, shout that know. out, man. Nigga. Don Jaguar, uh, we did uh, Wicked together, mm. you know what I'm saying? It was kind of, you know, uh, one of those first, you know, rap, reggae flavors, mm. you know, together. Um, to me, you know, it's like, Dope culture, dope, and they, you know, I'm I'm always interested in 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 places that got their own flavor. Mm. You know, that's why I love the Bay. The Bay is not like Southern California. The Bay is on its own energy, 
um, and it's different, and uh, it's interesting, and it's it's not in a box. You know mm. what I mean? It's uh, it's fluid, it's loose, is is banging. The beats got to bang. Like you can't get yeah, away yeah. with no smooth ass. Like <laughs> you know, if if you got some slow, it got to be full of bass, mm. and it got to have. Gotta have that bass. Gotta have a lot of shit talking to. Yeah, it. It, can, yeah. it just it's a it's a it's a flavor, mm. you know, and it can't be duplicated. I mean, you talk about culture. Like, where did the Asians come into play? Like, I used to DJ before I met you. From the yeah. area, yeah, man. I know there's a lot over there, but how did that? Like, they used to do all the fucking. Like, let me just take take. Yeah, 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 like, explain they, explain they, this they, culture me, class. It's called born in it. They born in this shit. They born in the trenches, the octagon. They right there, and they they in Oakland. They like in triads and shit. Frisco, I used to do crazy. Let me, let me put, bring you in because you a DJ who works yeah. a lot of rooms, mm-hmm. not just in these times. Bay Area woke me. By the way, when I first DJ in the Bay. I woke up because I'm playing on each shit. Niggas is like this. <laughs> I start playing like keep the sneak and everything. Exactly. I'm saying though, you work, yo, I was like, you work them diverse crowds, man. Thank God I know all the DJs yeah. across the world. We, we have a That's diverse the, a diverse fan base in the Bay. That from the start, it was never just black people only. Mm. It was always you look out in the crowd and the white people are standing right there. Right and the there. Asians is right there. And the Mexicans is right Cambodian, there. And we all like we, we, we all turning up. We all like, you know, whatever you it, it became to be known as hyphy, but it was always like I always had that that fan base of not just it was not just black people because you mm. know we got platinum albums and if you was platinum you had to cross over. You couldn't just be platinum you couldn't be platinum and just be a black audience only. So we had to cross over. It was and Usos, Filipinos. Wow. It was I just like want to say, too, man, me, life, me, me myself personally, I made six platinum albums, four gold albums, and I did that shit on three regions. I wow. Didn't, I, didn't have, I only had the Midwest, the South, and the West Coast. So if you do the math wow. of the magnitude of what I had to do to sell over a million records in three regions That's without... Super hard. You know what I'm saying? It was two niggas in Queens with a two-short album. Wow! <laughs> two niggas in Queens, three niggas in Brooklyn. Nah, you you think one nigga that. in the Bronx. Yeah. Nah, it was more than that, brother. Yeah, it was more than that. Nigga, I was on the elevator checking into my penthouse suite, in New York City, and the bellman is like, "Who is you?" I'm like, "Too short." <laughs> and he like, "Uh, I ain't never heard of you. What you do?" I, I rap. He's like, "Where you rap at?" I'm like, "Nigga, I didn't I didn't did shows with Big Daddy Kane. I'm naming rappers, right? Like uh. the bellman. I'm on there, juried up, going to my penthouse. He said, "Stop lying." <laughs> Damn! In New York, he didn't believe me. You let that. You let that be your melt. That was your motivation. I know that was that was a good moment. Like New York, I was like, nigga, I was multi. We got booed at the Apollo. Yeah, I heard about that. That's crazy. (laughs) Easy E and NWA. Yeah, I heard about that. Boo! Yeah, yeah. Some Jerry curls out of (laughs) here. This was when we only had one song, really. Boys in the hood, and we want easy. Boys in the hood, then you know that was just underground. We Want Easy was our first MTV mm. record. Well, them booze didn't but, but age we, too well. We, we, uh, <laughs> what it is, if we should have started with those songs that they knew, we started with songs that they didn't know. It wasn't nothing but a, uh, I think it was a BRE or some kind of, mm. you know, seminar where they had, you know, you go to the BRE and do your shit there, and then so you go crazy. over to the Apollo and everybody's performing. But when you get there, it's like, Damn, Bismarcky and yeah. goddamn, like they got the <laughs> giants out You're here, in the middle of fucking like, Harlem, and and you know you got, I mean the biggest groups out there, you know 
ultra magnetic. You, you going got, up against him. You got uh, you know, Stesasonic. Mm. You got, and it's like, oh yeah, and easy in NWA. Who the <laughs> fuck? You know, and um, we got booed, and um, what year? We was, was that? arguing this shit. What like, year? What year? It's got to be '88. Wow. Yeah, '88, and we we arguing this shit about what we could have did better, and uh, and and we saw Run in the elevator, mm. and Run was like. Yo, what, you know, who are y'all? What's up? What's up? What y'all doing? It's like, you know, it's Easy E and NWA. Oh, Easy E. You that kid with the Boys in the Hood song? Wow. And that right there Yo, was all good. we needed yeah, yeah. was like, <laughs> right. okay, this shit bubbling. Hello. They just ain't ready <laughs> yet. We'll be especially back. Especially for Run to say that. Run for Run to uh, say that. Ever fixture. Because we you was feel all, me? we was like, damn. Come bro. on. I was like, damn. Run just. Come on, that's all you run. And uh, and he knew us, and that was that was all we need to mm. say. It's just too early. We just out here a little too early. Wow, man. Uh, I want to get the Tupac thing out of the way. Did he affect like your your directions and stuff? Oh, oh, we was they before won. Tupac. How about that? Mm. Yeah, Pac. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Pac. Did I knew Pac lot. from uh, go ahead from digital. Mm. You know, when I yeah. first met Pac, he was. You know, Digital had one of the most entertaining shows in hip hop. You know, R.I.P. Humpty Hump. Yep. Yeah, they would do like a Parliament Funkadelic West Coast version of that. They would do a segment where they was like, "What's your favorite rapper?" and shit. And then they would, they had these big ass heads of EPMD and shit, and they would come out there, <laughs> what? you got to chill, you know what I'm saying? It's like, then they would have, you know, all these different dope-ass MCs, and he was part of that, and uh, I remember him being a little frustrated, you know mm. what I'm saying? Because he's like, do my shit, man, but my shit gotta be hard, man. He's like, you know what I'm saying? I'm come, um, you know, the part I live at in in in, in L.A. I mean, in uh, in the, the Bay, Bay is fucked up, mm. and we need to talk wow. about that shit. And then he was like, I, I don't know, if Shock G gonna let me get down like that, but he's like, Cube, I want to make the kind of records y'all make. That's what I'm on. I ain't really on this, wow. this dancey dancey stuff. So I said, man, you know, just be true to yourself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Talk to Shock G and tell him that you need to to fulfill yourself as an artist and not just, you know, do the do the you know the, the party shit. Yeah, the party <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. And um Brendan's and I'm glad he baby. listened. You know mm. what I'm saying? I'm glad he listened and he started doing the music, you know, when he came out as a solo artist that he really wanted to do. And then but he but he at the same time he loved mm. Digital Underground. Yes. Um you know, there was a platform for him, you know, when they, they did their soundtrack. Uh, I believe it was all around the world. Yes, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. his debut. That was his debut. To, you know, they brought visual him out. debut. They did it great with visually because they brought him out like. Uh, Jumped out the back of the hurts. Yeah, and then they had, didn't they have somebody lift him up. It was a up? movie. Yeah, yeah, it was a movie. Yeah, they it was great. It and they had a dreadlock wig on too yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> that was dope. So look, but you know what I love when, when Pac really got on on and then he did the. Uh, um, when my homie's called Brenda's Got a Baby. That one, but I'm, I'm talking about the. Uh, up round and round, that right there. Yeah, yeah. I get it right. You know, Shock G produced that, didn't Shock yeah, G? Yeah, that, oh, wow. that was that was that was Tupac's biggest first like slapper. Yes, biggest. <laughs> you hit. know, Tupac was my little homie. He was mm. a young homie. You know, we was well established. With I got a, I got a platinum album I did called Short Dogs in the House. And you know, back then we used to do these little uh, DVD, VHS, uh, a little one hour video that would help promote the album, mm. and. 
we got Shock G to host the event that night. So Shock G is oh, wow. he's hosting the behind the scenes, walking around with a camera crew. And years later, like I didn't even recognize it that night. I'm platinum. I'm I'm the I'm the nigga. I'm on stage. Yeah. It's my party. Everybody's <laughs> celebrating. And I look back years later, and Tupac is like a little nigga in the background. He like just a little digital underground dancing homie. I'm like, damn, I did not know that nigga was there all that time. He was That's there. Crazy. And it's like, you know, digital underground is 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 unique. It's a West Coast group, right? Mm. But many beats from Philly. Oh yes, that's Tupac right. is what Baltimore by mm-hmm. way of New York. Shock G is from the East, you know that, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. He's from like what Jersey or New York somewhere or something. He's like near like outside of New York, kind of upstate like, or yeah, some shit, yeah. something. Yeah. So it's like these cats. Shock G told me a story. I don't know if he ever told y'all the story. Mm. Shock G used to work at a music store, uh, Music Unlimited, and I went to buy a keyboard. He sold it to me, and he's telling me like, he's like, yeah, my name Greg, man. He wasn't even, he wasn't even running the Shock G. He was like, yeah, I play piano. Uh, he said he said I pimped my way pimped my way from the east coast to the west to come out here and make music with you niggas like like he, damn he, wow. and he was like he was one of them niggas now you meet a nigga he's like nigga, you gonna hear you gonna hear me yeah he made sure, like, yeah. I, I tell you a story it ain't about Pac but well, so go ahead Shock, do G, your thing. Shock G was interesting because he was like the first of ali- uh, aliases you know what I'm saying? You know, he was Shock G. Two guys in one. He was Humpty two members of the same group. He had oh. turned into Humpty Hump. Alter Ego. So he'd go to Sha- Yeah, Alter Ego. He got Egos. that from George Clinton. George Clinton was Star but, Child, but Dr. Funkenstein. as far as rappers, he was the first. Mm. Yeah. As far as rappers. He was the first with hella aliases. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? He's he a came, clone of Dr. Funkenstein. Yeah, yeah. And he did that and, and because I just trip on how talented that dude was. You oh, know? yeah. He was kind of like to himself type of dude. I hate that I never really. We did the I Got Five on the remix together. Oh, wow. Which was very huge. Don't but say want, you hate that we didn't work together because rappers didn't work together back then. We tried to. I've been on <laughs> You know, niggas wouldn't think about making records together back then. Yeah, that's real. We all held our own. Segregated. But I just, I mean, if you look at it now, yeah. you had your own a lot style of people rock you together, wanna... you know, mm-hmm. a lot of. So I'm that's why we got Mountain Dane. Why? It was just written. Mount Westmore is here because it was written. It was mm. a, it wasn't no planned out situation. It just happened. It was our assignment. Uh, we yeah, want to be an inspiration to the new generation and old generation. I mean, but nobody had more fun on tour than Pac. Like when yeah. I remember with the Digital Underground that he came. Like it had to be two in the morning, three in the morning. Everything shut down really, mm. except Pac. He knocking on my everybody door. On oh, you sleep? What, what? Nah, no sleep. No sleep. Nah, come on, sleep. man. Get dressed, Q. Come on, let's go. I know the lobby popping. It ain't popping, man. It's over. Come on, come on, man. The lobby was a Got spot. me dressed. You know he running around with with all the energy in the world. You know oh, we man. sleep, but he got all the energy in the world, and um, just a good dude who was genuine. No drugs, just liquor and weed. Yeah, wow. that's it. That's it. Yeah, he was uh. He was on point. You know, last time I seen him, it was a show. It's a trip because you hear all this shit about him in the street, busting at police, you know, spitting at the camera, doing this shit. And um, we had a show in uh, upstate New York, upstate New York in uh, Rochester. Oh, and, shit. Uh, oh, it was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> and uh, as fuck. Man. On the show was uh, Wu-Tang, Biggie. Uh, it was Tupac. And and me, we was all on the show, and um, I just remember Tupac coming in the dressing room, humble as shit. I'm like, man, you've been wilding like a motherfucking nigga. You coming here, you're like a church mouse and shit. You know what I'm saying? He was like, yeah, man. You know they they fucking with me out there, you know. And um, and it's a trip because that same same night 
I met ODB. You know, wow. he came in. He had a floaty and shit. He came in talking to me. <laughs> That's my guy. He, he had two egos. He had yeah, two he personalities, too. He was, he was quiet, was too. You know, he was humble. He'd be ODB, then the nigga yeah, hit with the Russell. Like, yeah, he, 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 he was, you know, different than I had, you know, seen him before, but it was cool. Mm. And it's a trip, you know, that's the last time I seen them both, you know. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to tell you who was the guy, man. I'm going to tell you who was the guy. If you get to hang out with Easy e after a show, oh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. You about to have I some fun. You about oh, to have some fun. Was <laughs> homie. I mean, I, I heard. Yeah, I, I went to his room that. one time. Oh, no. <laughs> I went to his room. It was a line. What? It was a line of chicks. What the hell? There hey. was about 10 of them. Sitting on the floor outside the door. Waiting on their turn. Waiting on their turn. What? I had the coldest technique ever. I went on the NWA straight out of Compton tour, and we used to, uh, Easy had a part of the show. He like, yeah, you know, he talking to the crowd, right? He like, you know, I was over at the um at the Radisson across the street, getting ready to come over here and do the show. So he secretly tell the whole crowd where we staying at. And that was just like, you know, that it was, was just like that was just like a fishing line. Just throw mm -hmm. it out there. So we sit there and we go. We we in the cut, right? It's like me and whoever my little crew was, DOC, whoever we, we used to. We like wait. Let's just wait. Give it like thirty minutes. Let Eric move around. Watch him. Watch him. Watch him. Oh, he grabbed him too. He's going. Let's go to oh. work. Like we like we let let easy let him pick. Yeah. yeah as soon as he pick, now it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. I give up, man. Winning, winning we, formulas. We only have a couple minutes left. Y'all got to leave and shit. I, I, I could talk to y'all forever. We got to do this again. Yeah, yeah we, we do a part two, we, man. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we definitely got to do a part two, but I got to end this with the violence and hip-hop. Was the heat index and beef the same as now, or yeah. is there a difference? Or Come on now. We all remember. You see how the kids are dying like more reckless now, which is crazy. And it used to happen okay. all the time. You know, um, ain't nothing new in hip-hop. You know, I so remember, it's we happening. was just talking about E Love getting shot in the ass at one of that's E Love LL, LL, LL eighty seven. Oh, I forgot about that. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's been happening. Niggas been getting cut at the Latin quarters. You know, it just there's no social media to put it out there yeah, the way it is now. Know, okay. Do you remember a it's little place called? You remember a little place called the Tunnel? Oh yeah! Oh <laughs> my god! Yeah, I remember like, the Tunnel. Hell yeah! The good, you know, hip hop. What's so great about it? It's, it's it highlights the it's good, the bad, too, and the ugly. It's Everything. more saturated now. It's like like hella, hella, hella rappers. You mm. can, because we on we on social media, yeah, but yeah. it's always highlighted the good, the bad, and the ugly. Everybody liked the good, the mm. money, the you know, the fame, the camaraderie. You know, people don't like the bad. You know, when sh contracts is fucked up, boom, boom, boom. But it can get ugly too, and People hate the ugly, but that's murder and that's death and that's oh wow um, reality. The, yeah, the reality. So hip hop has always uh, dealt with the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, since you know, um, the Cold Crush Brothers or whatever. You know, what I I'm mean, saying? Scott Larocque on them. Yeah, died, Scott like, Larocque got murdered. That was man. You know, but too. that you know, so um, it's nothing new under the sun. You know, we just got to be smarter. You know, we've mm. had 50 years to understand how it can happen. So we just want the young artists to be a smart, uh, to move accordingly, um, to um, to live. You got a lot to live for. You know, you got to take care of yourself. You got to make sure that you survive for your family. You know, you're probably bringing the most notoriety and money to your family uh, mm. that, that's ever happened. And you can't take that lightly, and uh, you can't play with it. You got to be serious as a heart attack. Mm. How many rappers were there, literally? How many rappers were there in 1998? Oh, yeah, that's right, too. And how many rappers are there 25 years later? Like it's, Johnny, it's hella rappers now. So, you know, you're sitting there, 
you sitting there saying, I, you ain't never heard me on the post saying how much my chain cost. Yeah, that's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't, I ain't giving you the breakdown, the itemized uh, what I did and, 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 and just just like advertising how valuable this is. I used to try to move around. I want to, my cousins be calling. Nigga, let me buy. Like, bro, I ain't got it. Like, like, like if you bragging and your cousin's calling, yeah. like, nigga, you got it. Nigga, you just spent seventy on the chain, nigga. Yeah, exactly. Let your cousin brought two thousand. But can you make it clear that you don't need jewelry? Like, everybody knows your face. They know your face. No, you don't. We need don't that. need it. Exactly. We don't so need we end up with that. Look at me. Back you know, in the I day, got, I ain't got nothing on but my I, wedding ring. Why did Slick Rick go to prison? Big ass shit. He shot a yeah, nigga. He shot a nigga. Like. It was his own homie though. He, uh, yeah, you know, it's always been that. The, the hip hop has been dangerous. Look at the. Let's go back and look at Crush Groove. Russell got his ass whooped. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It was a tough world. I mean, they did self destruction for a reason. Yeah. You know, that's an 80s oh, song. See, I forgot about that shit. They did self destruction yeah. for a reason. They did uh, oh, my God. All in the Same Game for a reason. I forgot about that shit. Oh, shit. It's always I been around. I think just a lot, hey, of, a, lot of, a lot of awareness and a lot of instantaneous news right now. Compare the numbers back then to each state and all the dangerous cities to, to now. <laughs> back then, with over. The early with, 90s, the stats the early ain't 90s, never. The early 90s, the stats would never. Would, they'll never be hopefully, matched. they'll never be matched. Because the murder, oh, the murders in the '90s was beyond DC, Detroit, it was crazy. Bay Area. It's I mean, nowhere near. It's not like that now. We ain't talking about the crack close, era. It ain't like that. We grew so, up through the crack era. We just see it more now. We we, we just, grew up know. through it. We yeah. We, we, we ain't survived just talking the 80s, about the '80s. Man. We grew up in that. You know. And make it clear, the West Coast is still crazy dangerous. It is. Always have been. Yes. Don't sleep. But look, you know. Go back and look at the movies, Colors, Mount Westmore. I just saw a post on social media that said, if you come to New York, don't go to the Bronx. (laughs) Yeah. I just saw that from a New York nigga. What's happening in the Bronx, man? It's fucked up over there. I heard heard the craziest shit in the world happens in the Bronx and Florida. (laughs) Hey, man, I miss the G. I miss the, uh, what's that fucking bridge? The, uh. The Queens Bridge? No, the one that go Manhattan from Manhattan Bridge. No, the one that go from the Trouble. Bronx to Jersey. Uh, oh, you talking the about G- um, GW George Washington Bridge? So I missed the exit. I'm on the West Side oh, Highway, and I missed the exit. I ended up by Old Yankee Stadium. You just turned to Justin Bieber. Nigga, I was so scared. Nigga, <laughs> I'm an East Oakland nigga. I was scared. It was nighttime Damn, by Lord. the Yankee Stadium. I was scared, nigga. Yo, we out of here, man. Your people, your Illuminati, trying to get y'all out of here. You know what <laughs> Who kid, man? We love to see yeah, you all the time, you, man. Yeah, we got all the time too, man. Yeah, you ain't, shot, you ain't it, never been to my house, who kid? You no, know, I've been here crib before. I know. I just want to say, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and that's a that's like <laughs> fucking some legendary shit. Like you have to be really trusted to go. I to told E40 this nigga, crib. right? I told this nigga E forty, yeah. we got to go do who kid show. He said, who yeah. is who kid? <laughs> I said, I said, who is who kid? Look at it. That's just analogy. I said, did y'all get that? Did y'all see what I said? Did y'all see how I did that? <laughs> My favorite joints out there for you idiots is Motto, of course, uh, hey. uh, Too Big, shout Uh-oh. out to Dr. Dre, California, and of course, Fuck You. Have a nice day. <laughs> I love that song, by the way. <laughs> and uh, and make sure, if you're a young idiot, you have to have these in your car. E-40, uh, In a Major Way, uh, and of course, uh, you know, that's the one with Sprinkle Me, The Mailman, you gotta have that. Shout out to Too Short, you gotta have Life is Too Short, and of course, the Blow the Whistle album, which is like his 16th album, like, this motherfucker yeah. is super rich. And of course, Cube, if you don't have America's Most Wanted or Death Certificate, you an idiot, alright? So that's all if I got If you don't know say. who Too Short is, I used to date your mama, nigga. Yay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Appreciate you, man. See you.
Shout out to Hardeen Las Vegas, the best Joke dispensary in the world. Jokes is the number one cream. cannabis kid will release in Studio City and Los Angeles.